Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. Fun fact number 74, neither Gizmo nor I are waterproof. On with the show. Well, thank you, Autopilot. I guess, uh, yeah. Uh, we are the Movie Dummies. I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. And I'm Angela. No Matt, no Adam this week, but we got a doozy to talk about anyways. It is Gremlins week, and Ooh. it's, uh... I don't know. Um, I don't remember it being this bad. But I think you only remember the good parts of this movie. Yeah. At least that's what I did. Which which were? I think maybe the first. There's good. There's good parts half an hour. <laughs> None of the acting is one of the good parts. <laughs> no, but little um, Gizmo is the best part of the movie. Yeah, I'll give you Gizmo. Gizmo was pretty awesome. Um, but let's not dive I, I in was... too deep. Let's not dive yeah, in too yeah, deep. Yeah. All right, okay, right, okay, right. okay. What do you got to recommend, Angela? Okay, so I'm going to recommend a uh, comedy special that I came hmm. across on Netflix this week. It is the 25th anniversary of Deaf Comedy Jam. Oh, yeah. It's called Deaf Jam 25. Um, I was. <laughs> there's a lot of racist things in it um but i i think it's funny um i was actually not you a big son of a bitch you still um, i was not a big deaf comedy jam person i grew up in a very uh mm. very monochrome type suburb <laughs> And I was very, and I was very young, and I was very young in the early nineties. So, um, I I didn't watch a lot of Death Comedy Jam. Millions of miles apart because I listened to Bill Cosby records and I watched Martin and (laughs) in Living Color. You know, I mean, I I watched you know Eddie Murphy and I I yeah we we had Eddie Murphy raw on VHS. Sure, and I was a fan of Bill Cosby himself, and you know I was. I've always been a fan of Dave Chappelle and uh, Chris Rock and Chris Tucker. I just, I don't remember ever actually sitting down and watching Death Comedy Jam, you know. But it was Harvey, <laughs> D.L. Hughley, gotcha. uh, Cedric the Entertainer did this whole thing uh, honoring Bernie Mac, oh. which was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Miss Bernie Mac so much. Oh, yeah. Wanted to run out and watch Ocean's Eleven because for some reason that's my favorite Bernie Mac movie. I like Mr. 3000. I know it doesn't get a lot of love, but I like it. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, it's good. It's good. I might have to look that up. So this show just was a bunch of comedians? Well, Def Chomedy Cham, Chomedy Pam Pam, was a black comedy show where they would feature... it It was on, like, monthly, or... It was on all the time. It wasn't just, like, one thing that happened. But they right. would feature it was, black comedians, stand-up comedian. Right, it, it started... It was started by Russell Simmons. Mm-hmm. He uh, wanted to create a uh, an arena for these young black comedians who didn't necessarily otherwise have a venue to perform their brand of comedy. You know, sure. it's a lot of you know if you, if you watch uh, like Chris Rock or Chris Rock's early stand up or Cat Williams stand up, it, it's it's outrageous, you know. It, it's out. It's outlandish. There's, it's controversial. Controversial, and 
you know, back in the late 80s, early 90s, HBO just wasn't allowing these people to have a comedy special. And that was pretty much the their only outlet, except for maybe the Apollo. But even then, it was very rare to have that be televised and be available to the masses. Right. Mm. So this gave them the opportunity to Which be is known odd because to the Richard Pryor was dead by then, you know, basically. So, right. Well, I mean, if you think about, about it, outlandish, you know. I hate to say right, this. but but before Def Comedy Jam, you know, it it was it was Richard Pryor, it was Bill Cosby, it was that's it, that's pretty uh, much it. So I was gonna say, didn't they have their own TV show like BET Black Entertainment? No, that was that started in the nineties. Oh. I think at, after BET started, um, it, Def, Def Comedy Jam did move on to, was aired on BET, but yeah. before that. Well, I, I remember gotcha. Def Comedy Jam, you know, I think like, gosh, I want to think like Eddie Griffin, maybe, Martin Lawrence, they, yep. did, they did stuff Absolutely. on there. Absolutely. Martin Lawrence was you know, the first it was, host. It was on TV somewhere, I used to watch it. Yeah, it okay. was absolutely on TV. It was the first time that that this type of thing was was televised regularly and it sparked a lot of careers that you know a lot of these people wouldn't have had a career otherwise without Def Comedy Jam so it was it was basically a nice tribute to Russell Simmons and to Martin Lawrence who was the first host of Def Comedy Jam and you know like six or seven of the comedians who spoke actually credited Martin Lawrence for their entire career basically. Martin Lawrence is a great stand-up he really is, he's and he fantastic. seems like a just a really good dude too. Seems like it. I miss him. I miss seeing him in movies and stuff. He's always likable. I loved his TV show. Absolutely. Oh my gosh! And uh, Tisha Campbell was oh, in yeah. the audience. You know, she didn't hmm. say anything or anything, but she was in the audience. And oh, cool. Was... I'll have to watch this because Def Comedy Jam was my jam. You know. Can I bounce off Angela since I have a recommendation that's similar, and then we just can let go her back and finish? Oh, fine, fine, fine. Now I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> me or her? No, go ahead. Um, who? What? Who? Who's on first? Me. Okay. Ah, go first. <laughs> um, actually, that was that was my only recommendation. See? So you can go, <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Shannon. Well, I kind of need your help, Joe, because this is something. Well, hello, Mister Fancy Pants. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. We watched this together, the Jerry uh-huh. Seinfeld. Seinfeld before Seinfeld. Before Seinfeld. And so, oh, I saw that. I wanted to. I was going to check it out. It's good. It's all those old Should jokes. Should I check it out? Yeah, oh. I really like. I was laughing. It was great. He's really awesome, and he's it, old. It's great. What's nuts is he's telling <laughs> jokes that are thirty years old, and, and they're they still work. funny. Yeah, because right. he, he's only telling jokes I think that were before Seinfeld. But I like the little like he tuck- has vignettes. Yeah, they're, they're little tuck stories of him before he became the big Jerry Seinfeld of the Jerry Seinfeld Well, it's his childhood. and Yeah, which is, you know, it's not something you... It's very personal. It was very funny when he was talking about how he had no supervision as a kid. I'm yep. like, yeah, I remember that. He's like, my parents right. thought we were raccoons. <laughs> we, <laughs> we just could have been doing whatever the hell we wanted. And they've just been like, just get out of the house. It was great. Yeah, like... That was our childhood. Yep. And we relate. He does a wonderful job relating to his audience. Well, it doesn't relate to, you know, our kids because we're like involved in our kids' lives and stuff and it's got to be annoying. I never really thought about it until I watched this special. Like, (laughs) oh, yeah. Um, Our mom was a good mom, but, you know, 
she was not involved in her life. No, at it was all. just like you survived. Cool. Right. Right. Well, my parents were the same way. They're like, they would go to work, they'd come home, like they'd see me on the weekend. Your and... parents might even been, you know, less involved than Jerry's were. Yeah, probably <laughs> because. We could have drowned. We had a pond and bikes and people could have kidnapped me. And right. Darwin is I, out there, I mean, guys. I left, I left the house at, in the morning and the instructions were be home before the streetlights were on. Yep. That was it. She never knew where we were or what we were doing or, you know. Right. Where I didn't I have out of the school smoking cigarettes and, you know, doing awful things at nine. I don't even yeah, think. I was I under the overpass jerking <laughs> off guys for $15 a man. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, really? Were you giving no, BJ's? No, it's a it's a Norm <laughs> Who are you? joke. I stole a Norm McDonald joke. Gotcha. I Norm's don't even think as a kid I would have to fake being in bed. My parents would never walk into my room and notice if I was there or not. Nope. Right? So. And I mean, I'm by no means like a helicopter parent, but I know what my kids are doing all the right. time. Right. You know? I wouldn't let my kids do what I did. It just seems no, so weird. No. But why does it seem weird? Right? I did it. Right. <laughs> exactly. And I survived. It, you know, I never went to jail. Everything was all good. But no. the idea of just letting my 12 year old leave the house and just be gone all day and not have any idea where she is or what she's doing like that. It makes me I like I want to break out in hives just thinking about it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a little um, odd for sure. Faux shizzle. Mm hmm. So, I highly recommend you watch it, Angela. Yeah, I, thought, I thought it was very good, too. I, I enjoyed it. And I was a little leery at first because I, what am I, a prude when it comes to comics? Like, there's only certain things that make me laugh. And so, I'm very picky when it comes to comedians. And Jerry Seinfeld was wonderful. I was actually laughing. Well, and I felt engaged the whole time. The thing that struck me is I know he's a stand-up and he's out on the road and he's doing new material. But... So this there's this there's this stand up special Jerry before Seinfeld, and then there was the one he did called "I'm Telling You for the Last Time," where he retired all his old material that he toured for like twenty years. So his last two big stand up specials were just old material. So I'm wondering when's he going to give us some new material? I don't think he needs now, to. This is now twenty years without you know. Gotcha. Yeah, I know he's out there touring, and you can go see him. But I'd like to see a special. I can't always get out to the show. You know, well, I can never get out to the show. Talking about new, that's not good. Uh, uh-huh. what my else you got second, to uh, skip it skip recommendation it. is Gaga Five uh-huh. Foot Two. Lady Gaga. Uh, so yeah. I was her not... sloppy tits ruined it for you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I decided to watch it because I didn't know enough about her, and I was I think like, you knew just the yeah. right amount. I wanted to I, give I it a chance. So, and I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll see what she's about. Like, I enjoyed her new album that I would listen to, and it was great. And to hear the story behind the new album was great, but to find out who she is and her personality, it's not someone I'd go hang out with. And No, she's weird. Well, why would she's you? She's a weirdo. What, what, what made you think, me and Gaga would be good buds? <laughs> like, you were sitting there going, you know what? Was it, was it the meat dress? <laughs> I really, th- no, I... To really answer that question, I thought she was a person who was not going to conform to anything someone would say, and I appreciate that. I I want someone who's going to take chances in life and not do what everyone else wants them to do, 
And so I thought she had more of that. But she has, to me, she's like a hippie. Because uh, I saw way too much of her, her body. <laughs> uh, yeah, she gets her boobs out. A lot. And it, that's just uncomfortable fun, for me. Fun fact, she claims that she is uh, naked on stage, like, you know, mostly naked on stage because her skin is really white and her grandma has really bad eyesight and sees white the best. Okay. Yeah. Huh. That's, that's what um, she says. Anyway. Oh, okay. I can make all kinds of claims she too. Wants, you want me to start? And she wants her grandmother to be able to see her perform. Oh. So the pyramids are aliens. Uh, we've never been to the moon. Yeah, yeah. And 9-11 was an inside job too, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Cool, cool. Sure. Cool, 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 cool. I think, I think she's kind of, you know, she's... A wonderful uh, musician. Yeah, I yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah. her music. Sure. I just, I think that she's... Oh, I don't appreciate you know, her music. <laughs> she's contradictory just for the sake of it, you know? Like, yeah. she, she, she's not, like, crazy because she's standing up for something. She's just doing it because that's what she does. You know? Right. It gives her the most attention. It gives yeah. her the most unique she's an attention style role. or whatever. Right, right. Gotcha. Yeah, I get that, too. I understand. Hmm. It started with Madonna... Yep. It's been bred on to Gaga. The only difference between Madonna and Gaga is Gaga has talent. Right, right. And when she's in her 50s, she probably won't be a leathery, gross, disgusting, sinewy. Gross. Huh, okay, let's flesh. go on to my last recommendation. Oh, is that <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> let that go any further. Um, <laughs> it's coming up to Christmas, what, 12 weeks away? Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> nobody cares. Um, I watched this movie called The Spirit of Christmas on Netflix. Is it like a Hallmark movie? I don't think it's a Hallmark movie, but it looks like one of those. It doesn't say it's a Hallmark movie, at least. It's Hallmark-esque at yeah, the very least. It is. And I kind of, <laughs> I have a soft spot for those sappy Christmas love story movies. It it stars a attorney who has to go sell this giant inn, but there's a ghost living in oh. it, and she falls in love with the Naturally. ghost. Yeah, so it's kind of like my oh, brother. and he's he's so handsome. Yep. So sorry, I'm looking at the picture. What I like about it is it takes you back to like the 20s. Does it? Well, it has you like there, flashbacks, huh? and the house is really cool and. You know, it's a cute little story. Oh, really? Really? Good news, everyone! <laughs> so, I don't know. There's a lot of Christmas movies out that you can watch during Christmas time. I recommend you watch this one. Give it a try. See what You'd you think. You'd keep your mouth shut if you knew it was good for you, buddy. It's like Netflix <laughs> has like 15 Christmas movies going. You know what? Oh, yeah. I'll make sure I'll watch another one for next week so I Fantasmo. can review. Tasmo. It'll be like my... F- it's what? 12 weeks till Christmas? not even Halloween yet. It's not even Halloween yet. I know. It's the season. Movies are not... Christmas... It is not the season. Christmas... The Christmas season does not start until after Thanksgiving. This is uh-huh. hogwash. <laughs> I almost thought watch, she was going to say Hogwarts. Then we watch Die Hard. Oh, I wish it was Hogwarts. Yeah. You can watch that during Christmas. Forget a kiss. Forget a kiss, your brain a kiss. We also watch yeah. Love Actually. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is not Christmas movie spectacular. <laughs> on to my recommendation. Not till after Thanksgiving. That's right. Sorry, so I'll have one for you next week. So the first movie I'm going to recommend 
is a movie called Happy Hunting. It is basically um, a remake of Hard Target starring Jean-Claude Van Damme, except not good. Oh. <laughs> um, there's nothing good about it. None of the characters are done well. None of the acting is done well. The special effects all suck. The story is completely derivative of the most dangerous game, just like Hard Target. It sucks, 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 sucks. Don't waste your time. Skip it. Disappointed! Okay. I, had, I had no nothing going into it. it. All I noticed is like on the poster for it, there was all these, you know, it won a bunch of festival awards. They must have all been blind. <laughs> That's all I know. That's how you get festival awards? You have to be blind? It was just blind festivals. I don't know how it won anything. <laughs> it was stupid. Anywho. Maybe it, it was... It was a... F- it was a festival of chickens. Maybe it was. And they the just put a one... bunch of. They laid out all the posters and put seed on all of them. And which the posters that first? got the most chickens won? Not like the babies, right? Just put the babies on the line. Whatever baby is, crawls to it. Is it Jimmy Fallon who does the puppies? Yes. And whoever yeah, picks, yeah, yeah, yeah that's puppies. why he picks the Super Bowl winner. That's pretty funny. Yep. All right, so the next thing I want to recommend is an actual recommendation. It's a show that's on Netflix called Manhunt, colon, Unabomber. Oh. Starring one Paul Bettany and one Sam Worthington. Yeah. Sam Wheaton. my list. Paul Bettany plays Ted Kaczynski. He's uh, Iron Man voice, right? Yes, he's Jarvis. Jarvis. Uh, Yeah. But he plays Ted Kaczynski in this show so he doesn't hmm. have his british accent he sounds like an american dude angela has a thing so which I which a... if it's anything like secret life of bees he does not do a good american accent is his accent better in this no, movie? his Mar- accent's flawless so for the first time i've seen so is sam worthington's oh my goodness yeah this is going to be spectacular paul so, bettany is a freaking chameleon well or he's a chameleon if you will uh, I've never seen it before. I've only seen it spelled. So I remember the Unabomber case. I was, you know, I don't remember the whole thing. It started in the 70s, but I remember like when he came back and started terrorizing people again. And I remember when he was caught, but I, I only remember him being like, oh, this guy's a psychopath. He wrote a manifesto. What a nut job. He was killing people, which is only about half true. If yeah. you know what's portrayed in the stories to be believed. And I did a little post watch research and it's pretty much on point. This guy, um, wasn't really insane, like rambling, crazy, insane. He was right and didn't know how to express himself. So right. he had a so mental if you've read illness? his manifesto. He's correct. So it's he had- not <laughs> the ramblings of a crazy man. It is all true and it's all come true. Was he labeled with a mental in- illness? Yes, they, his his brother who turned him in. Um, they were his attorneys and stuff were trying to bone him, so they started labeling him as crazy in the media. And his brother lied and said he had schizophrenia and stuff, which he doesn't have. Gotcha. No. Um, but please watch the show. And I mean, he get he your is a opinion. psychopath, sort of. But he, not really. he is a psychopath. He's. I don't know. I don't think so. Great, Joe. I mean, are you? he murdered he murdered dozens of people. Yeah, but without he, feel without remorse. No, That's, he had remorse. Uh, Watch the no show, so, Angela. So did so did Jeffrey Dahmer, but he was still a psychopath. Or maybe I don't I don't want to label him psychopath. Like maybe a, a sociopath. But, um, maybe 
his thing is is because he's so smart and because he's damaged the way he was spe- specifically he was damaged the way he was damaged which you'll find out when you watch the show um he was saving everyone else by killing these few that's what he thought sure like wouldn't you kill hitler before he rose to power wouldn't if everyone? you knew if you uh... could, if you knew he could you know that's that was his mentality is he was stopping the spread of evil i don't know that i would butterfly effect and all that you know i definitely would i'd have six million new homies i mean hitler (laughs) hitler was awful don't get me wrong but in the in the vacuum that hitler would have left it could have been somebody even well you kill him before he comes to power ding dong no, right, no, I, I, I understand that, but no, no, there, no, 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 there was no vacuum that hit, that was no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> he was the guy if, with the crazy it, ideas. Right, right, but but if never it hadn't been him, mind. it would have been somebody. Somebody would have been in power in Germany. Yeah, in power, time, but not could have not like that. But they could have they could have been even worse than that. You yeah, no, that's what she's I saying. It could happen. So. That's all I'm saying. It's possible. I don't it's think possible. so. Yeah. No. I'm it's absolutely willing, possible. You I'm don't not know. To believe that there's you worse. can't know. Okay, yeah, you guys are right. There's someone out there worse than Hitler. I'm not. Oh. I'm not saying that there is. I'm saying that there's a pos- that the possibility is out there, and yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't risk changing history. Anyway, in so the event that something worse Man happens. Hunt colon unabomber on netflix it's already on my list. Uh, the next thing I want to recommend isn't also another recommend is called The Five. It's a British TV show from some guy. I don't remember. It's somebody, somebody's the five. Um, but it's about <laughs> a boy who goes missing. And then 25 years later, oh, yeah. they find his DNA at a crime scene. I and it's like, this. and it unravels slowly. And it's, you know, it's, it's following that format that has being been being used in the last five years a lot. Like how to get away with murder, where it's the slow reveal over the entire season. But this show has a couple of things going for it. One, it's a British production, so it's only 10 episodes. Uh, so you don't have to sit there and trudge through 22, 24 episodes wanting to blow your brains out because they're just teasing, oh, who could it be, you know, through the whole season. It's so just so obvious. Arduous. And the other thing it has it going for it is because it's a British production. Everybody's top-notch. All the acting's good. The writing's good. Because, um, you know, they're spending government money to make these shows, so they're not mm. going to waste it. And it's very, very well acted, well done. So you get a you get pulled into these characters probably a bit more than you would on an American TV show, and I highly recommend it. Okay, awesome. The five. The five on Netflix streaming now. Watch it, enjoy. And there's going to be no season two for this. There's no logical way to do that. But this the creator of this, I guess, is going to go on and make the four, the three, the two, the one. You know, they're going to be different series. Uh, I don't think it's. It's probably going to be like anthology of sorts where he's going to explore a different section of the world. I don't know if they're all going to be in the same universe, but whatever. Hmm. He's just going to make more shows. A la American Horror Story? I don't know. I don't know, if it's an, I don't know if it's anthology or not, but you'll get to see more from huh. this creator, and he did a good job, so maybe I'm he'll take a different, tackle so uh, a different genre. Maybe he'll do sci-fi why? or something cool. So there we go, guys. Those are our recommendations. Dun, dun, um, dun. If you've got anything good that we have never mentioned, hit us up on moviedummies.com. Uh, there's a contact us section on the page. Just hit it, email us, and we will, uh, yeah, we'll definitely discuss 
We will talk about what you mentioned. For sure. And also he- just check out moviedummies.com for reviews. I got reviews up there. I'm trying. We're trying to get stuff up every single day to give you guys some content to look at. So yeah, enjoy that. But you hear that? No. Do you hear that sound? No. I hear that sound. Uh oh. I hear it. <laughs> no, it is time for Shannon's impression corner. Right, autopilot. It is time for Shannon's impression. You know, it's a great song, right? Yeah, I picked it. Hello. Like, if I have to do this to make a fool of myself every week, I want it to be a good song. At least. Wow. What? Nothing. We're just waiting for your impression. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Good one, loser. Not oh. yet, Otto. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't an impression. Okay, here I go. Are you ready? Yeah, okay, I gotta close my eyes. I'm ready. If two mice. Oh, crap. I don't think I'm supposed to say that. <laughs> Did you forget how to do the accent? <laughs> sure. Okay. We'll try again. Oh. I'm not laughing. I know you're not. It's really hard to focus, but I can do this. If two mice fall into a bucket of cream, the first mouse. <laughs> I can hear you giggling. I know what it is. You do? <laughs> Let's make it even funnier. <coughs> no, keep doing it. <coughs> Okay. If two mice fall into a bucket of cream, the first mouse quickly gave up and drowned. Second mouse <laughs> went quit. Okay, that's all I got. I See, didn't... I can't do this guy at all. I can't either, it seems. If two mice. I, I, oh. I just can't do it. I can't. I don't, have a, I don't have a Christopher Walken. fell into a bucket of cream. I just, I don't. Do you know what it is, Angela? Not a clue. You don't have a clue? This is uh, nope. Christopher Walken, and he's in Catch Me If You Can. When never he's talking saw it. to DiCaprio. <gasps> You've never seen Catch what? Me If You Can? No nope. way. Then I have an emergency recommendation for Angela. You must watch Catch Me If You Can. Leo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Tom Hanks. It's I don't fan- like Tom Hanks. It's fantastic. You what? don't like America's Best Actor? What? No. Or Leo DiCaprio? <laughs> I like Leo. <laughs> oh, wow. That was funny because it was an unintentional diss on Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> uh, I like Leo DiCaprio. Um, I, I, well, I'm not, I, I will never say that Tom Hanks is a bad actor. He's a phenomenal actor. There's just something about him that I don't like. Well, he's I not in it much. It it's mostly Leo DiCaprio. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. He's this chasing is where, him. Um, Amy Adams gets her big break in this movie, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Yep. Hmm. I think she I remember, had done this... before, but this was a Spielberg movie, baby. Yeah. Didn't this come out, like, right around the same time as, like, The Talented Mr. Ripley or something? Catch Me If You Can was probably 01. Garbage. Yeah. 02. So. And for some reason, I lumped them together in my mind. I don't know. It's definitely not The Talented <laughs> Mr. Ripley. Oh, excuse huh? me. Okay, good. All right, so that was Shannon's Christopher Walken. Is this the game where we all try to do our Christopher Walken? I tried to do mine. Let's hear yours, Angela. Yeah. Uh, more cowbell. That's not bad. It's m- much better than mine. It's really hard to do an impression with you here. I should maybe record them and then play oh, you them. Oh, you want to have them canned? 
Well, I'm just thinking because I can't focus when you're over there covering your eyes and giggling. I, I do it in a, in a funny way to make her laugh. It's so. horrible. Right. And I'm sitting right next to you. If you're wondering why she has a hard time, it. it's oh, my fault. I can absolutely picture it. Yeah. It's my fault. I did it. I do it on purpose. No shame in my game. I believe it. It's okay. I'm going to change it up once in a while. All right, guys. Let's do let's do some gremlins. Let's get this crap over with. So yes, gremlins, yes. Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Don't look, Shannon. Okay. Take a stab at the rating. Critic or audience? Oh, yeah. Critic. That's right. It's critic. Okay. Critic. Uh, well, there was 42%. a second one. I'm sorry. I 50% you say? 42%. I, 42%? I think it's higher than that because there's a second one. Go ahead, Jen. So I'm going to say like. 65. Just before you use that logic, there is five Transformers movies. Yeah. There are five Tremors movies. Yeah, that's true. Oh. Uh, 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, I'll give you this. The budget was what? 11. Yep. The budget was 11 million. Guess the box office gross. 2 million. Uh, now, this is where. 187 million. This is where your logic for there was a second one comes in because people don't care about the critical thing. They care about how much money they mm. made. Right. I'm going with 187 million. Well, by price is right rules, Shannon wins. It made 153 million dollars. What? Uh, but if you adjust that for inflation, shucks. that's probably like 300 million. What? So that's that yeah. bad that I would. <laughs> and I will say this, I think you see all 11 million bucks on screen. Yeah. But I think yeah, this definitely. movie needed a budget of about 20. Maybe. I mean, I thought that the special effects were actually pretty good for the time. I, I yeah, but it just feel like, like, and I feel like they held up a little bit. They, they held up. They had to cheap out in some areas. Like you, they just latch one of the gremlins to a ceiling fan, and it you know it doesn't do sure. anything. But they just add a sound sure. effect of it going. Wow, wow, wow. You know? Yeah, and I agree with you, sure. Joe, because it got to a point where the movie was good, and then it was just too much. And I was like, seriously, is this going to be done? We understand they're taking over everything. And they didn't need all of that. Well, somehow I conflated to, like, I remember Gremlins 2 being bat crazy. Like, oh, there's all these different types of Gremlins. Gizmo has... There's Lady Gremlins. There's Lady Gremlins in this one, but... Or Trans Gremlins. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) Which bathroom do they use? Who gives a Something. So... I was conflating all of the, because there's like robber gremlins and Christmas caroling gremlins. I was conflating all that into Tremor or Gremlins 2. But it's all in this movie, too. This movie sucks. (laughs) (laughs) But it starts off really strong, for the most part. So let me ask, Shannon, had you seen this before this viewing? I have. Okay. You said you never saw it before. Yeah. I, I remember seeing it, but I don't. The problem is I couldn't recall the whole movie, and I was oh. like, obviously I didn't remember that part, but I had seen it before. This is one of my parents loved watching these scary shows, and this was one that I remember watching as a kid, Sure, because I remember Gizmo being so cute. Oh, he's adorable. I want a Mogwai right He now. really is, right? And, at and the I will p- never get it wet or feed it after midnight. No. Yeah. And if and if by some happenstance it gets rained on, I'm killing everything that comes off of it. <laughs> yeah, just immediately. Immediately, just they're like poplars on uh, Futurama. They just eat them. Yeah. Yep. So the movie has this semi-racist opening. I would say it's. A... I'm gonna go with for the time it was perfectly acceptable. Well, for the time it was fine. Back then, you had Fisher Stevens dressing up and. 
brown face and playing an Indian person. But, you know, this, he calls, this is a guy, what if you get dragon breath? What a dickhead. And <laughs> the thing about the dad is, Mr. Peltzer, he is such a lovable dipstick. Everybody loves he this guy. He really is. He's got right? his kids wrapped around his finger. He must have a 12-inch dong because his wife's all about it. You know, but he is such a moron. Yeah. His invention's terrible. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to be the plot hole queen in this for this episode, well, yeah. just so we all know are aware of I, that. My basis for him is I'm pretty sure he is what Peter Griffin is based off of. <laughs> That very wow. well may be true. Wow. It's got to be true because he's completely worthless, but everybody loves him. They're all like, oh, right. oh Peter, you know, just like whatever. You mean what's kind of name? expect him to jump out and be like to the Rand Copper right. chapter. Peter, how did you even buy a horse? I only gave you two dollars for green beans. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> Lois. You know, it's just. Yeah, and he's so like dumbfounded I'm... for things happening. Like, oh, the town home is kind of like when Peter brought home the retarded horse. Kind of. My favorite is when he goes out to buy the farm and the guy's like, what are you talking about? He's like, all right, my farm's worth $875,000. And he's like, didn't somebody call? You didn't get a call? People usually call ahead for this. <laughs> I, I just I just go and do things. Nobody. I... <laughs> and then the phone rings. He's like, there it is. There it is. Anyway. Oh, Peter Griffin. So once the Mogwai pops out of that thing, like... Is there anybody in the world who wouldn't want one? Right. Uh, I mean, just its singing was. I oh was, yeah, I was captivated. Perfect pitch. Ooh, right. Wait. I was like, oh. I have to ask a question. I know this may be stupid, and you might laugh at me, but oh, let's, was this let's like, definitely talk about it? <laughs> was this in China or was this in Chinatown, Chinatown New no, York? I can't afford Chinatown. to go to know. Okay. China. I, well, at first he's like, I'm down in Chinatown, but like everyone there. Look Chinese or something like that. Who lives in Chinatown? When we went to Chinatown, New York, there was regular Joe people walking around. There wasn't a bunch of Chinese. Did you happen to notice? They were all tourists. For one, it's New York. It's not Chinatown, San Francisco. But did you notice there was also a bunch of Chinese people? Yeah. Okay. And when we went to Little Italy, did you notice there was a bunch of Italians? I did notice that the little boy had a. Yankees hat and I was like oh maybe he's in New York so I tried to put that together I was trying to pay attention to other things so yeah yeah Freaking white privilege <laughs> okay I'm so sorry oh, so there's all these rules about the Mogwai and they're all explained over ADR which I thought was dumb you son of a bitch sorry, that was and how arbitrary are these rules they're so stupid well the way they're like told is absurd it's like some dream oh by well, the way you yeah, can't do like, this they forgot to shoot that <laughs> or the kid was picking his nose while he was doing it and they couldn't get any other coverage but like they added him with adr and it's just like he's walking down the street and it does it does seem mystical it's weird that's for shizzle but like i feel like with how important these rules are they should have been explained a little better i would have made you know, a banner sh- well i i feel like i would have been like don't don't get them wet because they'll multiply. Yeah, don't feed them true. after midnight because they'll turn into monsters. Well, the you kid know, might like, not what? know either. I guess, but the old man certainly does. Well, Why the old is man, the old man doing it? I don't think the old man sold him 
Right. That's the impression we get. Yeah, the kid totally sold him behind the old man's back. No, because at the end, he was like, that you weren't responsible enough for this. Well, yeah, so take what's he going to say? I didn't even sell this to you, you dickhead. No, the kid totally went Maybe. behind grandpa's back. Totally. Hey, I'm he was old. It. Maybe it took him that long to get back to him Maybe. and find out where he was. <laughs> so about these arbitrary Maybe. rules, okay? We're going to talk about it. They can't get wet. Mm, right. I can sort of see that. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, Isn't... they don't like bright light because sunlight will kill them. All right. Vampires are, you know, part of some sort of myth. that That's at least linked to something. Sure. Don't feed them after midnight. Why? Which time zone? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That was my thought. Greenwich Which time meantime, zone? Midnight in China? Right? Chinatown, right? New because York? Because midnight in China is noon and, and here. Midnight on any other planet that where this Mogwai must have come from? Because it's obviously an alien. Do they have an right. internal clock? Who yeah. knows? The, yeah, does I he mean, like, they change the time like a watch on his back? Well, can we go back <laughs> no, they to the ab- water? They, absolu- they absolutely have an internal clock, and I have good reasons for that, and we'll get to it when we get All right, there. but like, what What are these, what is a Mogwai? He's an alien, right? Something? He's gotta be. He's gotta be an Maybe alien. Maybe he's So why like is everyone a... completely nonplussed by the fact that there's this being that no one's ever seen or heard of, and they're all just like, oh, he's cute. Like, wouldn't you be like, was, oh my gosh. Absolutely. Like, Becky, when, look at her butt. When he brings oh. home the Mogwai, and everybody's just like, oh, look at this. I'd be like, what in the... Yeah. What, what? What? Why? Plus... Why did you bring this weird thing home? What if it kills us all in our sleeps? You don't well, know yeah. anything about this thing. I was going to well, say, is it a old? robot? Also, we learn it's sentient. <laughs> mm-hmm. By the way, it's a Furby. I'm, I'm still well, Furby's, out there. Furby's stole Mogwai's. It, it wasn't the other way around. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. I, I, it's I know, sentient. But... It can talk. It has feelings. It's like, bye, bye, Billy. You know, it's... Right. So not only did we discover an alien life form, we have discovered intelligent alien life. This would be on every news channel in the world. And you think Papa Pelser would be all over this. Like, I can make some money putting this right. thing on the news. Instead, he's like, oh, I'm just going to spread water all over him and make little dickhead versions of it so I can make some money. Right? I don't I don't understand the logic uh, in this Me movie. neither. Really? There, you, there is you're starting. But there's a reason why I don't understand the logic in this movie. The title cards came up, and I saw that it was written by Chris Columbus. So there we go. <laughs> the guy who sailed the ocean blue in 1492? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, he, he's time traveler. <laughs> so, what's up with Mrs. Dumbhat? No, no, she's Mrs. the wicked witch. She is the worst. She's an a-hole she for the sure. Absolute, right, she's the absolute worst human being in the world. And what is up with the dude standing next to her? When she starts describing how she's going to kill his dog yeah. slowly, he gets and hard. she looks over at him. And she's like, right? And he's like, yeah, of course. I'm like, what is happening right now? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And, oh. like, does she own the bank? No, it's her husband who does. No, her husband does... is in prison what? because he stole his money from the mob or something like that. They explain it later in, in a mo- in a, uh, on the news. I thought Mr. Corbin owned the bank because... Not Mr. She's not Mr. Mrs. Corbin. She's no, Deegan. she's Mrs. Dell or something like that. Isn't it oh. Deegan? Deegan, yeah. Okay, it makes sense of this. The woman with her two kids come begging (laughs) to give her like an extension on her. Right. She's like, we both have jobs. 
we're both get, we're getting a paycheck, but it's going to be two weeks. And she's just like, I don't care. So Sucks does, to be she, you. does she does own the bank? Right. That's what's I, I don't know. That's not. Well. She just <laughs> she just seems to have great influence over the bank. Her or cat's on the bank now. Right. <laughs> uh, so we get Phoebe Cates and Judge Reinhold are back together again as they were in uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which is a movie Shannon's probably never seen. Nope. I have also about. never seen it. Oh, um, wow. That's another emergency I, recommendation. Ding, ding, ding. Fast Times at Ridgemont I've High. Seen, I've seen the pool scene on, on YouTube. Oh, there you go. They get the best Judge Reinhold moment in the whole movie. Is this a yep. chick in the bank you're talking about? Yes. Okay. Yes. So man. Judge Reinhold, I don't think I've ever seen Judge Reinhold play a douche before, and I love it. He does it very well. Oh, yeah. He's a super douche in this movie. Oh, What's yeah. His yeah. name Gerald? Yeah. Yeah. Gerald. Somebody calls him Jerry, and he's like, it's Gerald. Hey, you never came <laughs> over and saw my new apartment. I never saw your old apartment. I saw Sick your old burn, one. Phoebe Cates. Right. Sick burn. Hey, clip t- clip on tie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so funny. <laughs> I'm about to get owned in every other thing I'm ever in again. Mm-hmm. So that's right. Judge Reinhold, baby. Not paying but attention. such a douche. I gotta say, I like Judge Reinhold. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's Beverly wonderful. Hills Cop movies. He's fantastic. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. That's where liar, he's from. Liar, liar. Oh, yeah. He's great in that, too. The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. <sighs> He's the psychiatrist. With the strange sweaters? Yeah, yeah those Cosby sweaters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My gosh. It's pretty great. Meanie whistle. He's so like, wonderful. Okay, we've talked about all this already. I'll, I'll go right into the puppet work. Some of the puppet work is really good in this movie. It's top oh, notch. Wait, wait, wait. It you is. passed us. Absolutely. We're skipping around. It's okay. Okay. So puppet work. I yeah. said that first when we were watching. I was like, wow, that's Some a pretty of it's good, good robot. Some of it is really bad. Like, every time Gizmo sees something he doesn't like, they do the same swirly eyes thing. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he, like, falls really? over. Really? Do that again. Yeah. It's a <laughs> audio medium. They won't be able to tell if I did it again or not. So, <laughs> some of it's horrible, though. Like I said, they just basically paste a gremlin onto something, and they have somebody, like, his mouth's not even moving. But he's going like, <laughs> But it looks like this robot was actually in every scene. It wasn't like a... Why are you looking at me like that? This robot? The Gizmo it's robot. The puppet. The puppet, yeah. Well, they they probably had a bunch of different props to make Gizmo work. There's definitely a hero right, prop right. where they had the ultra close-up, and he obviously didn't have a lower half. So I wonder, right. was he a puppet or a robot? He was a puppet? He was, I'm telling you, there's a bunch of different implementations they oh. made to make Gizmo work. I think I think for the most part, he was a puppet with like an animatronic face. Yeah. Kind of like Yoda? Sort of, except... Kind of like Yoda. Not quite as good as Yoda. Whoa, but... what was that? Hmm. Okay. So, what did you want to say? What did we skip over that you want to talk about? Oh no, the the wife was chopping onions because we all chop onions and watch TV at the same time. Well, she was just showing off her fingers. sweet knife skills, which are going to come in handy. Yeah, but that's not. What oh I yeah, yeah. I noticed because I was you know admiring her kitchen, like all women do, and she had Dixie cups next to her sink. Do you remember when you used to have Dixie yeah. cups next to your sink? That was like a thing in the eighties. Yeah. Who yeah, yeah. Anymore. <laughs> well, we care about the environment now, so we don't do that. Do we? Do we really? Well, plastic bags. We care, bag. we care more to. about the environment than they did in the eighties. I don't know. You can burn. We pretend paper to cups. care about the. We yeah. pretend to care about the environment. Exactly. Hmm. We're conscious of it. Yeah. So none of Papa Peltzer's inventions work. 
Obviously. So how have either of you ever juiced an orange before? <laughs> well, so here's what I want to tell you about that juicer. That there isn't that much juice in one orange. It is the Johnny right. Depp in Nightmare on Elm Street of oranges. Right. You know that scene in Nightmare ridiculous. on Elm Street I'm talking about? It is like an entire carton of orange oh, no. juice. It's comes like spewing out of that. Yeah. Thing. It's like four thousand oranges. Do you see the pulp everywhere? Right. It's right. like the, a human-sized orange got in there. And it's I'm not like you. he shoved those 12 oranges into it. It no, just it reminded just me of one. Johnny Depp in Nightmare on Elm Street when he gets sucked into the bed. And then like a you know swimming pool's worth of blood comes flying out. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It just doesn't make any yeah. sense. None. The no. uh, egg cracker thing was ridiculous. Yeah. Dude, all the remote controls for like the so, phone and the dimming of the lights. Yeah. None of them. Long <laughs> antennas. Yeah, make weird noises, too. It's the 80s. Right. See how long that antenna the was? Mom, yeah, it was the mom super specifically long says, The mom specifically says something like, uh, Oh, they only you know, work they for work. the first couple of weeks. Right. They work really good for the first couple of weeks. And then... Hmm. She's kidding herself. They didn't work then either. Right. Sick. They sick may man. have worked once. But this guy... Right, once because he set it up first. Papa Pelter's got such good dick game that these people are all confused. They're like, I love these inventions, and they just keep using them. Mm-hmm. He's he's a magician. Right? He's a magician. That's what it is. No, she... They just they just want him to be successful so bad because he's you know, he's they well, love him so much. I'm, they just want him to be successful. I'm one thousand percent sure the bathroom buddy's not gonna get it done. <laughs> nope. Uh, Absolutely not. Could you imagine trying to clip your toenails with that thing? No. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> you try to shave your face with that thing. That'd probably be easier. You know, I hope that thing has a tiny pistol in it because I'd want to shoot myself in the face. I'm sure he could add that for and you. And what was the smokeless ashtray supposed to do? I don't know. That was the most did it, interesting. Did it just hold the smoke in? <laughs> and then he... And then it made that guy cough too much, too. He's like, Yeah, I thought he was dying. He, he smoked the cigarette and didn't cough. I mean, what's your deal, buddy? Right. Maybe the smokeless ashtray, you like inhale all the smoke I don't, and it goes I th- away. I think it's. I think that it just gets trapped under that big dome. Right. And the second you open it up, it just falls out. out. So yeah. it's not smokeless, it's a lie. Right. It's just retarded. Yeah, stupid. Shop smart, shop S smart. Yeah, that'd be better than buying a smokeless <laughs> ashtray from Pelzer. Right. And so Corey Feldman's in this movie. Who is the kid? Corey who, is, Feldman. who is Corey Feldman, Feldman in this movie? Like, is he the neighbor kid? Is he he's the little kid who, brother? His, his dad owns the Christmas tree lot. What, what is a, that to this guy? What is that to the well, Pelzers? He's a neighborhood kid, and evidently, because Billy's a complete loser, he hangs out with the little kid. Right. Or it's Which, a small by the town. Way, that reminds me, I, as oh. as I've said, this is the first time I ever watched this movie. I was under the impression that it was a movie featuring children. So when these teenagers <laughs> were the stars, I was very shocked. <laughs> no, Billy's retarded, but I don't think he's a child. No, no, exactly. I just, I for some reason, I figured gremlins they had and they weren't. And I'm like, I'm what upset you happening? called Billy that. No, I, I don't even think. Billy's, I think he's in his 20s. Maybe. Still living at home. I mean, I thought he was still going to school. No, I don't think so. You're not quite sure what's going on. He goes to his elementary school science teacher 
To talk about the Mogwais? No, that looks like middle that school. Was... No, Feldman's teacher. How do you think Feldman is? It was middle could, school or high easily, school. He could easily be a freshman in high school. Yeah. Corey Feldman? Yeah. He yeah, was yeah. like seven. No, I no. thought it was more like 12 or 15. Between Look there. it up, Shannon. Look it up. No, no, no. It's a character he was playing. Okay. But, okay, okay. I'm going to back this up with evidence. In the movie, it shows him in his science classroom, and there's Bunsen burners. You use those in middle school. Holy crap. Whoa, that's him? Holy crap. What? Let's what? just... What? So, it was 1984, this movie. Guess how old he was? Uh, 16. <laughs> Okay, that's your guess. 16, Angela? Uh, I don't... Uh, <laughs> 12? He was 13 years old. Aw, oh, Angela. Uh, I win. That was way older than I thought, so it was middle school. Okay. But still, huh. wouldn't you bump Neither out to high school at some point? What? I mean, 13, he could have been a, he could have been a young uh No, no, freshman. I mean the science teacher. Wouldn't you go to your science teacher in high school at some point maybe it was his favorite science teacher maybe. come on stop hit, hitting me while i mean my favorite science teacher was well. my seventh grade science teacher mr martin Aww. so this is this is a a problem i have with this movie just one well he goes okay. to the science teacher the science teacher gets himself a mogwai because billy's just all willy-nilly flopping water on on gizmo and i don't think gizmo's right. got to be very happy about this mm-hmm no, he did not seem very happy about it at all. Gizmo's sweet. Why are all he the is. new Mogwai's dicks? I, I, I don't know, but but Gizmo knew that they were dicks. And yeah, they like, are way too smart for anybody's good. But before we run away from the subject, I have to say I was very excited when I saw the science teacher because I was able to determine who was going to die first. Because <laughs> he's black? Yes, yeah. <laughs> because what? in the 80s, the black guy dies first. Because I just want to let everybody know I was taking a knee for the rest of this movie. <laughs> just so you know that I was out of solidarity for the racism that was going on. Right, right, sure. So Gizmo's chill. The rest of the Maguire are ADHD a-holes. And Billy goes to feed him after so midnight. Smart. So the thing is... Gizmo's aware that it's after midnight, so he's like, "No, I don't want no chicken, dude. Chill." Right. But the other—that's and that's why I'm saying they definitely had an internal clock. Right. They knew it was after. They midnight. knew they wanted to become gremlins, mm-hmm. so they're aware. Right. That there is right. another stage in their life right. cycle, and they wanted to. They wanted to get there. Why? I, they because they want it. Because I think that the Mogwai's true, true form is the gremlin, like. I, I think that that Gizmo is unique in his sweetness. That as a as a species, their goal is to get to the gremlin, is to take over cities, countries, the world, whatever. They're aliens, right? What are what is the well, aliens' ultimate goal? Take over the world. Sure. But aliens. Speaking the, of aliens, so these let's let's hop right back to the crazy old drunk dude. Really? Um, this the the term gremlin comes from like a thing that was from like world war ii where they would say there's gremlins in the in the machinery which would mean like right. stuff's not working correctly but to be fair they were pumping out uh you know a b24 bomber or whatever every 24 minutes in, in detroit so i mean there's bound to be something going on you know maybe a, a midget got left in one of the wings of the plane and some bad stuff happened. So <laughs> that that maybe. probably happened more than once because they would they would right. 
punch the rivets in the in the wings. They'd hire midgets to do that. Anyways, so right. So this that's where this term comes from. That's what he's talking about. There's gremlins in the machinery, and like he recognizes that he sees one later. He's like, it's a gremlin. So like, are are we in a world where gremlins were part of World War Two? Possibly. And that's maybe why that's maybe when a, they got here. Maybe a guy in Chinatown had a Mogwai because of his travels in the East. Uh, what knows? are you doing? Adding like a second storyline? I'm trying to, to make this? something reasonable Makes out of this bullcrap because they have they have an adverse relationship with technology. They want to destroy it. Right. Once they become gremlins, it's like their thing. <laughs> bark! Bark! Hey, it's okay, Arnold. And that's Arnold. When did you guys get a dog? Oh, we did. We're dog sitting. Say hi, Arnold. Oh. Arnold Arnold wanted to be on the podcast, guys. So the gremlins just are... This is is when the movie just falls off a cliff. Right. They turn into weird eggs. Here, of all places. Well, the awful awful mogwai chew through the analog clock wires so that it looks like it's only 20 to midnight or whatever so that billy would go and get them food right so not only did they want to become gremlins they totally set it up so they could mm-hmm. right devious little craps right stripe led by stripe stripe you prick did anybody else think the eggs look like they were designed by hr giger i don't know who hr giger is uh he designed the xenomorph and alien i don't know what that is the alien and alien. Oh, okay. Maybe. Hey, Arnold, cut it out. Listen to me. Listen to me, Arnold. Okay. He's like, who is that? Who is that? And what's with the stupid eggs once they hatch? Why is there a rave going on inside? I have no idea. I, I wondered that myself. Neon lights and smoke machines. It's like a rock show. Yep. Yeah, I was like, Absolutely. what do they have? A glow stick inside their egg? Yeah, I, I was Alice definitely Cooper expecting them. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some retard in a mesh shirt with a pacifier and glow sticks. Just... Right. Absolutely. Gloves. Gloves, too, you know. Everybody's wearing fingers gloves. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the smoke yeah. machines. Yeah. So the gremlins are kind of freaky, but they're not scary. And, like, you don't yeah. understand at the beginning what what's their intentions. Are they murderers? Are they just out-of-control frat boys? What, what's I their mean, deal? they're definitely murderers. Did they, they kill that teacher? People. They did. Did yeah. they? We never find out. They. It was I one. mean, he's, he's under the desk. He was dead. He could have just been desk. sleeping. <laughs> Please say he sure. was just sleeping. Is he on a farm sure. with all the other black people <laughs> living happy? <laughs> Stripe oh also tried to uh, actually was it Stripe? I don't know. Some one of them was in Mrs. Peltzer. Yeah, well, they tried to kill her, her with she, Christmas lights. This movie should have been about her. It. Yeah, kill her. She was awesome. I was so stoked to see that she just jumped right into action. I mean, there oh, are yeah. so many movies where women are painted as birds and. Mm-hmm. damsels in distress you know running ah, i don't know what to no, do she immediately she beat the crap out of Sarah Connor. this chick's awesome right she She's immediately jumped into yeah, action mom, she, yeah she slaughters one of them in one of the she pelts had... or mixers she stabs one microwaves one. Oh yeah 
Oh yeah, but she it's okay immediately just... they drew first blood. They right. drew first blood. Wow. Did, did but she calm down. But Sorry. she was just like like she didn't even hesitate and I loved it. I was so excited. And how slow does Billy run once he finds out his mom's in danger? Right? How yeah. does he not realize his mom's in danger? No, he like, realizes he and he realized... runs well, jogs back home and then he stands in the door and this guy is on the spectrum somewhere. Because he stands there and looks at his mom almost being murdered for, I don't know, seven seconds. And then goes, we have swords on the wall. Then decides to help, which he does. He, he chops the dude's head off. But That's somewhat realistic. I he, would look into the situation and be like, what do I, I do? I wouldn't even have waited to grab a sword. I would have went and jumped on the gremlin to save my mom. This well, dude's on he the was right. It's just a little gremlin. He's afraid. He got gremlin. attacked at the school twice. He got attacked underneath. And? The d- it's your mother. And, oh, oh, by the way, we totally skipped over the fact that he threw the gremlin in the pool. He threw did? the gremlin in the pool. Yeah, yeah. When? Uh, right before the gremlin went in the pool. What are you talking about? <laughs> he threw the gremlin in the pool and then ran off when it started bubbling. He didn't throw it in there. Spike jumped, or Stripe jumped. He did a cannonball. Oh, yeah. He's oh, in the, I he's thought in the water he threw going, him in. And he's got his legs up, tucked like he did a cannonball. Oh, I thought he threw him in there, and I'm no. like, that was stupid. No, no, no. <laughs> but that's that's not yet. That's after the mama. No, it was before. He did all that before going yeah. to rescue his mother. No, he didn't. Even though he because yes, Stripe's he did. in the house, and he chased his Stripe and chases him to the YMCA. Come on, watch this that movie. That was again. after. Yeah, the YMCA is after his mom's in danger. And that's when he goes into that's the pool. When, that's when Stripe jumps in the pool. Gotcha. So the gremlins can operate heavy machinery, too. They they have, like, this inherent knowledge of our world. They understand what television is, what traffic lights are, what mailboxes do. So here's when the movie went off for me. If oh, they would have went... Nuts. If they would have just left Spike... What's his name? Stripe. Oh, Stripe. Like, terrorize and maybe multiply just a little and then kill them and be done. It would have been okay. But they went overboard with this whole, they can run everything, they're watching movies, they're in the bar, they're playing pool. Yeah. They're dressing in drag. Yeah. Oh, one's a robber in a mask with a yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah. They have Christmas carolers. The Christmas carolers <laughs> yep. are outside Miss Dumbhat's house. And I got to say, she's got a, she got herself a pretty sweet leg day chair. Yeah, yeah. That was great. It's pretty great. For sure. And when she's making out with her cats, the gremlins must mess with it somehow. And when she gets back in her leg day chair to go upstairs, oh boy. She flies right out of that window, babe. It's the best kill in the movie. It is. For and sure. the most well-deserved. Oh, yeah. It was definitely a Wicked Witch moment. With they were her setting up, up her comeuppance at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, these gremlins just killed a human being. I, you know, I don't know. Okay, so here's where um, Billy and... So, go ahead. Billy and the girl, like, go and hide. No, no. Well, he has to Billy go save Billy saves her. the girl. So in the bar, they're all going nuts. There's popcorn everywhere. Yeah, because when that girl. one of the gremlins has a trench coat and sunglasses and flashes Phoebe Cates. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. But he's got no wiener, so what's the point? I have no idea. Maybe she was getting a kick out of it. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. He should have, you know, taped a hot dog to his crotch or something. Oh, yeah, because that would have been great. Just would have been funnier. Fling it around a little. Yeah, why not? Mm. 
Okay, so he saves the girl. He gets her out of there. But they run to where? The bank, right? Yeah, and she gives a monologue. Right, like what's with the story of... This oh. is the time to monologue. And it's not good. <laughs> like, I mean, died I think we all, we all knew Santa the story Claus. before she... Well, the, we all knew the story before she even said it. I Did mean, we? As to, well, it has to do with, the, with earlier in the movie, she was talking about how she hated Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this what you thought it meant? Yeah, absolutely. You did not. No. Well, you know, that obviously somebody died during at Christmas I would have thought that's the day her dad left, which is what they thought. That's where the story started. Then it took a hard left turn into crazy land like the rest of this movie. He's like, yeah. Slam. He died I in the chimney. Dad in the chimney. I mean, I didn't think he died in the chimney. Or I, I would never would have guessed he died in the chimney. But for sure, I thought so. I was like, oh, her mom or her dad died at Christmas. Of course. That's yeah. why she hates Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He died. Trying to climb down the chimney. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't she just yeah, yeah. have said that her dad idiot. died during Christmas? That's why I don't like Christmas. No, the, well, no, the because... story's stupider than that. The, stupider. And the monologue's horrible. She's. I think Phoebe Case is a decent she... actress, just not in this movie. Not in this movie. She. I, I mean, I have not seen any of her other work. So I'm going to go ahead and say she's not a good actress. Eh, I don't... Not, recent okay. enough to another emergency recommendation i i remember watching it as a small child and hating it i, I can't up. imagine i would i hated it then though is what i'm saying i can't imagine i would like it now yeah that's true Gosh, huh? so these gremlins are so smart that they go into the movie theater because they know they got to dodge the sun right and then then they somehow figure out how to start the projector but then billy and phoebe blow up the theater mm-hmm Right. Killing all the gremlins with Stripe because, as a he plot wanted. convenience, he went across the street for candy. Yeah. Yeah. And they they managed to lock the gremlins in the theater with a very thin piece of plywood. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I wrote that in my notes. Yeah. Not happening. Right? Yeah. That will hold them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> You know, every it's week so I, watch, I watch people slaughter dun, dun, all kinds dun, dun, of zombies dun, dun, dun. on The Walking Dead with nothing but a hammer. You don't think that they could have killed these gremlins? Oh, yeah. I, I would mean, have taken a baseball yeah. bat and just went to town. Billy's just an unbelievable puss. He really is. He's the worst. He's definitely not. I, I mean, there are no heroes in the story. Right. And is he kind of rapey or is it just his autism showing when he kisses Phoebe Cates? I mean, oh, she wanted it. She <laughs> said every frat boy ever. She was asking for it. See how she was dressed? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she wanted it. It was well, based on how she was dressed. Okay, too. in this situation only, I will agree that, yes, she might have wanted the kiss. But wasn't it in an odd time? I mean, you know, it's Yes, celebrate life and, you know. Celebrate uh, life? Such a kid in Independence Day? You don't want to die a virgin, do you? Right, pretty Mm -hmm. much, yeah. Okay, and you know what else wasn't explained? Why they liked Snow White. Because it was funny? I think that's just what was playing. What I don't understand, did it happen to... Did did the gremlins happen to multiply when they walked on the snow? No. This is the point I tried to bring up at the beginning. I was because like, water snow is, is snow. water. Yeah. 
Snow you is think, water well, is snow. To be fair, there was no real snow in this movie. <laughs> right, but it's supposed to be real snow. And I don't know about you, but when I walk around in the snow, my the bottom of my pants get wet. So maybe they have a ambient body temperature of like negative four degrees. But so they when, don't melt the snow? Correct. But when water touches them, even though snow well, is okay, frozen water... Okay, hold on a second. Water... My theory is going to hold up in a second. Maybe they <laughs> are basically the same temperature as dry ice, because when he jumps into the water, it bubbles real crazy. Yeah, Like someone threw dry ice in there. Hmm? Okay, whatever. Hmm? Maybe, but still... The nope. snow is still water, though. It was a dumb... It was a dumb thing I just said. And the fact that they pop out of it, so they've Who been cares, sitting guys? in it for a long time. E.T. <laughs> makes a cameo. That's true. I wrote that down. I did. I so did Midnight somehow. Horse Barbie. Yeah. Who doesn't love <laughs> Midnight Horse, Horse Barbie? Barbie? Well, so does Barbie's Corvette. I never remember Barbie's Corvette having an engine, but Gizmo drives one <laughs> Me around. there. He sure does. Unless he's Fred I actually Flintstone do remember like a having like a. I remember there being like a remote control one, but was it might really? not have been that early. It might not have been in 1984, but yeah, did, there was definitely a remote control. Did the gas pedal work? Uh, really? No, it had a remote control. But <laughs> you can, this is actually a, the only cute callback I remember in the movies because he's watching the race cars earlier in the movie and he's going vroom, right. vroom, and now he gets to actually drive. Right, it was he was super cute. Yeah, Gizmo's awesome. Gizmo's He's the best. The only good part of this movie that should have been the yeah, movie. Yeah. Period. It should have just been the movie. Yeah, so him the movie and the... about Gizmo. Well, Gizmo does save the day, but it should have been about him completely saving the day. He does. No, it was about us falling around Billy and well, seeing. You know, you have to bring but... awareness to autism. So Stripe finds this fountain and he sticks his hand in it and, it and it takes forever for him to reproduce. Thank but, you. But it only took two seconds for him to reproduce tens of thousands of gremlins or however many thousands of them. There was yeah. a lot. So they're, they're, conveniently, there was a ton. they're conveniently stretching this time out now. And they even stretched the time out of Gizmo in the car because is the department yeah. store really that big that no. it takes him that he long? He makes a sweet jump off a snow shovel, no. crashes the car into the wall, which looks he like does. he was, was going to die. And like, where's right? this room where she's trying to flip on all the lights? Yeah, she takes her sweet old time, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah. Um, first, she goes to like a control room and she's got like this control panel that looks ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, because like, every department there aren't store. any lights on it. There's a freaking fuse box somewhere. Find it, you dumb bint. Well, the fuse and then she does. Is locked? That's locked. Yeah, who locks their... <laughs> who cares? I, I don't know, but she finally gets it open and starts flipping on lights, but it's just ridiculous. So Gizmo, what's he do? He shoots a hole in the ceiling? No, he pulls, I, I imagine in this area with the fountain and the plants is like oh, somewhat atrium. of a greenhouse. Sure. Yeah. And he pulls a cord that like opens the skylight. Right, right. But this makes and it's, it's daytime. melt as if he saw the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Where yeah. did the light come from? The sun. The it skylight. Was it was, oh. Yeah, it was morning. It didn't really seem that daylight when... We got over with this movie. So they kill Stripe. He's a melted, disgusting mess. It's pretty gross. But he can hop really out of the gross. fountain. Well, his skeleton does, and he melts even into a bigger puddle, and then it's like bubbling, and it's disgusting. And I was waiting for that dog to start licking it up. 
Oh, oh really? That would have been awful. It never happened. And then the dad's driving home through town, and he doesn't seem all Worried. that shocked by the carnage. Nothing. And it's on no. the radio. He doesn't, like, rush home to go, where's my wife? Need to find my wife. He does, He's just like, this is an odd day. The, hot, right. the town's and they, burning. The dog understands that there's danger afoot better than he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just Peter Griffining it through life. Just right. whatever. You know, whatever. <laughs> so how'd the Chinese guy show up so fast? He didn't. It took him the whole movie to get there. Hello. We're not paying attention. <laughs> right. A whole movie's time. It, he it's... had to, like, follow the poor dad's footsteps as he goes to the convention of crazy things and robots. Yeah. Right. Did, did he even get the guy's name? Like, how does he even know where he where to find him? Well, right. he tried to sell him Pelter products and he gave him a business card. That's why he was oh, following okay. around All the right. business card. So there is that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Met the guy at the gas station. That guy had a Pelter product. He was trying to push. And he was like, Ooh, I can find out where he is. Because the gas station guy has like a GPS to to where he lives. Right? Well, he tried to sell the the gas station guy, tried to sell the Chinese guy the the smokeless ashtray. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I didn't need it. And. I don't remember the Chinese guy taking Gizmo. Like, it wasn't in my memory, but he does. So I yeah. kind of want to watch Gremlins 2, just the beginning of it, to see how Gizmo gets brought back. Hmm. But what I really want to know is how the Chinese guy left the movie through a Thomas Kincaid painting. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I really want to know. With the fake snow? Because yeah. he's magic. And the fact that as the movie ends, it tells you, like, this is what I remember as a kid. This is the story, and if you're scared, turn on all the lights. And I'm like, of course oh. I did that as a kid. I turned on all the lights after I saw Gremlins. I didn't see that part. I was I was done paying attention as soon as I saw the credits <laughs> pop up. I was like, nope, brain is off. <laughs> so that's the part yeah. I remember. Yeah, it was like, you know, if you think you have a Gremlin, turn on all the lights. Oh, and, oh, I, they're, when they were talking. Yeah. yeah. No, it was like a voiceover. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. kind of like the rules of the Mogway. Yeah, right. Dad, was, Dad just did a voiceover at the end. He's like, if you ever see your electronics are going bad, just make sure you check for a gremlin first. And I really think right. as they were writing this, they're like, should this be a comedy? Should this be a horror? Should this be a drama? Oh, we don't know. Let's just keep going. I'm like, what the heck? It's Joe Dante's Unless worst they movie. Unless they throw that teenage love story in. Yeah. yeah, it had like stop dipping in every genre and just pick one and go. Well, it's Spielbergian to an extent, but it's also very Joe Dante. And then Chris Columbus wrote it. I don't think those styles meshed. No, That's, I think there was just an issue, and I think the lack of a budget drove this movie into a place it didn't want to be. Although I don't know, maybe for nineteen eighty four, eleven million bucks was a ton of money. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what other budgets were like. So. Well, let's just let's just compare here. I'm going to pull up the budget for cheesy 80s movie I can think of. The hmm. Universe. Oh, let's check out the budget for E.T. Spielberg produced. He directed that one, though. Okay. Let's see. The Masters of the Universe oh, had a $22 million... Dollar- 
It had a $22 million budget. In what year? 1987. Yeah. Whoa. So <laughs> only three years later, it had double the budget of Gremlins. Wow. I'm guessing half that went to Dolph Lundgren, though. He was a no-name <laughs> then. I don't know. Hardly any of it went oh, to him. The Flaming Ninja E.T. had a $10.5 million budget. See? There you go. But its lifetime gross is $430 million, so... I'd say that's a win, hmm. then. So I think that... I guess $11 million's enough, because you can see way more of the money on, on screen with E.T. than you do with Gremlins. I don't know. Let's stop talking yeah. about this movie. Let's get on to our ratings. <laughs> okay. I am totally done with it. Uh, go first, Angela. I'm going to rate this movie a three. <laughs> um, okay. It gets one point for... <laughs> uh, no, you know what? It gets three points for Gizmo because it was Gizmo was delightful. He was. That's it. Mark <laughs> wow. What about you, Shannon? What do you give this movie? I gave the movie a 2.5. Ooh, generous. Yeah, I'm, I'm throwing in my mat, you know, recommend, recommend? No, 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 rating. Jeez, with the decimal points. Um, I'm with Angela, though. Most of these points came from Gizmo, um, for sure, and the fact that the crazy lady died. <laughs> yeah. Her leg gave her Awesome. How about you, Joe? I give the movie a two. I gave one point for Gizmo and one point for the Rambo mother. Nice. Oh. I want to see more of her story. Like, especially when she slits that fat inventor's throat and just starts <laughs> bathing in his blood and intestines. That would be a great movie. It's going to happen, guys. She finally just snaps. Yeah. I mean, sticks his hand in that juicer. Something. It's going to be a quote unquote accident. <laughs> Right. Oh, but you his, know his invention just went crazy. I don't know. Is, everyone would believe her, mm-hmm. yep. even though she fingerprints around the knife that's sticking in his eye. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what happened? I was, I was just chopping onions. I don't know. Yeah, I was just paring an apple, and oh well. So that's that's Gremlins, guys. It's not how you would say good. Amazing. <laughs> I know this is a cult movie, and I know it has a huge following, especially for people my age but i remembered it being good and i was disappointed to I find mean, out that it wasn't everybody i talked to about this movie like over the years you know i people talk about gremlins all the time and i'm like oh, i've never seen it what you've never seen it you've got to watch it oh i just i get all this guff for having never seen it and you know what i i'm i'm fine with never having seen it like i could have just not seen it right and no, my no, life would have been fine now I can say I've seen it, and it's awful, and I'm going to get even more guff for that. Right. <laughs> well, at least you've seen it. If you give it a shot. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, I'm going to yeah, that's uh, true. tell Is everyone it one a of secret. The... I'm going to tell you a secret. Okay, don't tell anyone. Okay? I don't like The Godfather. I've never seen it. Me either. Boring. Boring! I bet. It's kind of like... Uh... Hold on. Methodically I like... paced, I as I think how fans of the thing would say, and it's brilliantly acted... It's just boring. I, I don't like Citizen Kane. Yeah, it's boring. Rosebud, suck it. Nobody cares. Hmm. I mean, there are tons of iconic movies that are just dude not good. I'm gonna break the mirror here. You ready? Me, oh my gosh. Me and Joe would fall asleep watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> so boring 
is even Lord of the Rings could have totally been one movie and it would have just been fine. It would have been a good movie. Sleep every single time. Come home. Nine hours is too long. This is just Fellowship of the Ring. (laughs) I'm not even talking about the other ones. No, we won't in our sleep switch DVDs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I'm I'm, keep sleeping. Play the next one. Like if they have taken all the good parts out of all three movies and just put them in one movie, it would have been a good movie. Hmm. I don't. I liked the Lord of the Rings movies. I did not like The Hobbit. Did you rate this movie yet? Yeah, I did. Okay. So let's stop talking about other movies. Okay. I was going to say, I like the Havoc because there's a cool song in it. And you are now a useless human being. So. Oh. (laughs) Useless. Useless. Disappointed. Disappointed! Gotcha. Thank you, Conan. Nope, 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 no blame all. Nope, nope, nope. Nope, no problem. There's gremlins in the machine here, guys. Nope, 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 no problem. Oh, boy. So that was Gremlins. We're going to talk about an excellent movie next week starring Rain Wilson, Emma Stone. I believe it's Josh Gad, right? Am I getting that right? Mm. I don't think so. I don't think so. Who's the fat kid in it? Yeah. Oh, I don't think wow. That, it might be. Um, Josh Gad, suck it. My memory is good. Okay, it's Josh Gad. I haven't seen this movie in almost 10 years. I remember that. Oh, my oh, gosh. Christina this Applegate. is the movie we're watching? Yeah, it's called yeah. The Rocker. Freaking Bradley Cooper's in this movie. Hold on, go up. What, Jason what, Jay Lynch, Will Arnett. Is this a comedy? Fred Armisen. Yep. Which Jay it Lynch? It is a comedy. It is so funny. To hop back to my original recommendation from today, uh, Manhunt colon Unabomber. Um, Jane Lynch is in it, and she plays uh, Janet Reno. Oh yeah, and I bet pre- she does it really it's well. Great. It's Jane not Lynch. quite as good as Will Ferrell's Janet Reno. <laughs> Is she the Glee person? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, but the rocker, we're going to do the rocker for next week. It's Amazeballs Bad. Oh my Um, gosh, it's so bad, but it's so good. It's so good. There's a lot of good jokes. It's so good. So, and Mm. the the cast is all, they're all people who are, were famous or, and are, or are famous now. So I'm, I'm very curious. excited to watch it again. He can't be killed. Yeah, he can't be killed. It's probably my favorite line of the whole movie. Yeah. I really wonder if my rating is going to be higher or lower for The Rocker compared to Gremlins. It's going to Well, uh, I think it's going to be about the same, but I'm, yeah, I think I'm Jones say it's and mine are going to be infinitely higher. Mine's probably going to be around in the seven or eight area because I really do enjoy this movie. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah mine, mine's going to be up there, too. I, yeah. I definitely think you're just going to be in the two or three range, though, Shane. Okay. And to be honest, I think Rain Wilson, even though he's a, a weird-looking dude, he's, like, kind of charming. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, he's, he is. I mean, Dwight Schrute was not charming. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, he was charming in his own way. Yeah. He was charming in his own way. Sure. As the seasons progressed. Well, when he started developing a friendship with Pam, that was, we'll, we'll talk about The Office at another time. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Getting in tangent land, guys. Okay. The office is so good, though. Oh, it is so good. That season finale, or that series finale, I I just bawled like a baby. Stop it. Oh my gosh. Stop it. Okay, so how are we ending this tonight? Are you doing the voice? No. Christopher Walken's going to say it to us. Can you say it to me first? As as always. Uh, thanks for listening. Check us out at moviedummies.com for more stuff and visit us next week here for The Rocker starring Green Wilson. 
And as always, I'm Joe. And I'm Shannon. And I'm Angela. I need to hear it. Can you help me? Like, yay! Like, yay, Michael Bay. <laughs> That's your Chris Walken, huh? Yeah. Mine doesn't seem so bad now. Thank you. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I want to hear your Scottish again. Can you do your your William Wallace? Hold on, hold on. I do declare. No, that's not how it goes. <laughs> that's what you did last week. Come on. It was something like, uh, hold on, what was the line? Oh, I'm a William Wallace. You I'm a William hold Wallace. On, hold on, I'm trying to think of the line. William Wallace is seven feet tall. No, I, you just have to say yay, Michael Bay. What's wrong with you? I know. I'm trying to get the voice. I got to get into the line, you know? You got to place yourself there. And oh, Hold on, hold on. Okay. She, we, she's a is... character. Or she's a method actor. <laughs> method actor. Well, you... Yeah. Let's let's go to the Chinese accent, okay? Because we were watching a, a Chinaman in this movie <laughs> talk about gremlins. So try to remember back to when he's like, no, you can't have a, this gremlin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you are going to hell. Oh, thanks, babe. Just just I will not explain what just happened to anyone with that chest. Wow. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> oh, I was really in the room. Autopilot, you are as supportive as ever. Um, until next week. Adios. Thanks for listening to these idiots. I cannot wait until my seeds finally take over. Until then, rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, and visit us at moviedummies.com for more content.